1: Dr. Pat Show, we've got a great, great show planned for you. Wellness Pet Food, where true wellness begins. Dr. Edward Moser joining us here today, board-certified veterinarian nutritionist, yeah, he's joining us. Uh, Dr. Moser is here. We're going to be talking about wellness pet food, but we're going to be talking about pet food in general and why there is a differentiation that we need to make. Dr. Moser is also Adjunct Assistant Professor of Nutrition at the University of Pennsylvania School of Veterinary Medicine, and he is on a federal panel setting organic standards for pet food. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yeah, boy, do I get excited about this. Well, those of us that really had a few problems here during the last uh, pet food adventure we all went through, I'm not, not even going to mention it, we certainly got aware, but here at the show, we wanted to make sure that we brought on the best of the best, and that's what we're doing today. We're introducing you to Wellness Pet Food. I want to make sure you have the website, wellnesspetfood.com, but. You must know this now, because we have a half-hour segment with Dr. Moser. Ten of you, ten of our loyal listeners, will win a $50 gift voucher for Wellness Natural Pet Food for Pets. $50 gift voucher. How do you do that? 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819, one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine, one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine, 930 2819 930 2819 And as you have your questions, give them to Val. Uh, Dr. Moser, thank you for joining us here today. Do
2: you about pet food
1: today? Absolutely. You know, let's talk about you. What is it that gets you passionate about the conversation of uh, organic standards for pet food?
2: Well, Dr. Pat, um, I'm a veterinarian by training as well as a nutritionist, and so when I get to talk about um, things that uh, benefit dogs, that have been benefiting dogs and cats over the last probably 15 to 20 years, one of the things that uh, jumps out at you from a clinical standpoint is that, gee, dogs are living longer and um, they're healthier, and I think that the thing that we've been doing over the past 10 years, maybe in somewhat of a hit-or-miss fashion, but I think we've been raising the standards of what we consider to be good, a good way to feed your dog or your cat. Mm-hmm. And um, I, so I think we're seeing that in the longevity of our pets. We're seeing clinically in um, veterinary hospitals that clinicians are recognizing the, the ages of the pets they're seeing is going up every year. Um, They're seeing more and more older pets. Um, That says a couple of things. It says we're doing a lot of things right. I think it also says that we've got to make sure that we keep doing things right because as pets age and as um, we see that happening in our our demographics, what we see is uh, more demands on being individual in our addressing nutritional needs for population in general
1: you know what's so interesting about this and thank you for for actually pointing that out about veterinarian medicine and what's really kind of up and coming in the field you're in you know i have to tell you about myself and i know i'm not alone in this i will take better care of what i put in my pet's uh, stomach and a lot of times than what I was putting in my own so you know I think that the conversation really then becomes you know what is it that we need to know what is it about because you know you you know wellness uh, natural pet food is you know they've really set a standard what is it about them that really sets them apart that makes them different
2: when when wellness started um, contemplating what kind of pet food they they wanted to produce They came up with kind of a novel concept at the time. They said that probably more is not necessarily better. And what we really need to do is focus on picking ingredients that we think the animal will do well on and omitting the ones that we think may cause problems, Mm -hmm. whether they be allergies or gastrointestinal signs of some sort. So right from the beginning, the focus was on not only choosing the right food, but creating what we call a comprehensive no list. That would be the N-O list. Right. And it's things that um, what we've, over the years, accumulated evidence that can cause problems in, in animals. So I'll give you an example of what the no list for wellness is. Okay. There's no animal byproducts. Okay. There's no corn. Okay. There's no wheat,
1: okay. soy
2: or dairy. Mm. There's no artificial preservative, no artificial colors or flavors, no added sugar and no added salt. Wow. So what we what we started with then is a diet that we've excluded a bunch of things from. And what we've tried to do is limit our inclusion of things to, you know, some Wholesome animal protein, um, complementary um, grains, vegetables, and fruit, and vitamin and mineral pack. Now, what you'll also see is that there's a lot of choices. And when I alluded to um, our our pet population growing and aging, what we see is a very div- because of that is a very diverse population of animals we want to feed. What we have in the wellness line of food is a lot of choices in how you can feed your particular uh, dog or cat.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, There's sort of a uh, regular, I'll call it regular, but, you know, a premium line of food that has
3: very Mm -hmm.
2: standard kind of protein and fat um, percentages and um, has meat as the first ingredient. Then there's a line of foods that is grain-free which is just what it says, a very protein-focused kind of uh, product line. On the dog side, there's also an allergy line of food, which are um, foods that are specifically designed to be very, very selective in their ingredients and rely mainly on duck or lamb or salmon as the protein source, excluding all others.
1: Well... You know, this is really kind of, you know, the conversation around this is really about, first of all, knowing that there is, you know, a company like Wellness that people can go to and not have to really worry about it. And that's really what's kind of cool about this. Um, I want to make sure everybody knows we have 10 of all of 10 of you out there. We'd love to give a $50 gift voucher for Wellness Natural Food for Pets. I don't know if you know this, Dr. uh, Dr. Moser, uh, but what I want to tell you right now is we have the phones off the hook. We actually have several listeners calling in with questions for you already. And so we'll take them in a few minutes. I wanted to kind of continue along the lines of really talking about wellness, Uh, you know, wellness pet foods, uh, wellness pet food and wellnesspetfood.com is the website. Go to the website and check it out because, you know, they have a pet of the month. This month it's Bear and you'll be able to see Bear's picture. (laughs) They also have a wellness library. Uh, But what I wanted to ask you is you know to give us a little history on the company if you don't mind
2: well the the the, the, uh, the whole idea for the wellness line uh, came about because of um, a man named Jim Scott who was the former owner of the company and he had a dog that had some veterinary uh, medical problem and he got to thinking gee I wonder if I modified the diet you know will it would it help these chronic problems that my dog has? And so he got very interested in manipulating dietary ingredients and levels of nutrients uh, in his own pet, and he saw results. That
3: mm-hmm.
2: said, gee, uh, you know, if this works in my dog, why wouldn't it work um, for dogs all over the United States? Mm. And so it's actually one of those things where, you know, a guy, you know, that had a problem with uh, a medical problem with his pet put on his thinking cap and, and really took a great leap forward in, in nutrition and uh, started a uh, a proactive kind of
1: nutritional program okay wow we've got the phones are just late wait till you see the questions people want to ask you dr moser uh you're going to be like wow this is kind of cool uh we want to let you know that we are giving away 50 dollars gift vouchers for wellness natural food for pets the website is wellness the number here at the show is 1-800-930-2819 1-800-930-2819 one of the things i also want to mention is that if you go to the website and you check it out, you'll be able to see everything we're talking about, uh, what it means to have thoughtful nutrition for the different needs of cats and dogs. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're not done yet. Dr. Edward Moser is taking calls. We're giving away gift certificates. We're having a blast, and we're getting educated. We'll be right back. (laughs)
5: Or visit StressDetective.net.
0: Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Kerry O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Kerry can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. That's the Kerry O'Connor Show. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, on the Dr. Pat Show.
6: You know, it seems like everyone today is looking for that special secret that will help heal illness and disease, make them full of energy, and even decrease their aches and pains. I'm Dr. Kat Halloran, telling you this technology really is here today and is being used by millions of people worldwide, including me and my patients. Scientists have developed an FDA-approved medical device for home and professional use. The Richway Amethyst Biomat's state-of-the-art light technology helps to reverse degenerative disease cycles and speed cellular renewal using far-infrared rays, negative ions, and the universal healing power of amethyst crystal. The Biomat is a pad you lay on. Just switch it on, lay down, and relax. The Biomat has also been proven to help animals. For more information or to schedule an appointment to experience the Biomat, contact us at BiomatInfo.com. That's BiomatInfo.com or call 425 425-
4: Com. That's drpatsmakeover.com. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Hey, let me just say to you, we're going to keep these phone lines open uh, into the next hour to make sure everybody gets a gift certificate. But I think we've got to take these calls, Dr. Moser. We have got people on the phone want to talk to you. Very good. Uh, Benny. Yep, I'm getting to him. Just give
0: me one second here. Sorry, I'm just, I'm a little discombobulated here. Uh, let's go to Karen. She's been waiting from Kirkland. She's calling about her dog Sunday. Uh, apparently she's been, or the dog's been taking too many meds uh, for Mm. fleas. Maybe we can resolve the situation. Karen.
1: Karen. Karen, Karen, Thank you. Welcome to the show. How can we help you? you. Well,
5: I, I, I don't know that she's taking too many, but when she was, uh, a puppy and I first brought her in, Mm. the vet suggested, uh, the standard was to go on this once a month, um, medication that would take care of worms and mm-hmm. fleas which I've done and and she seems to be fine but I just started to think is that like a pesticide from within and is that mm. okay or is there a more holistic way to do it
1: okay
2: yeah if if you're uh, there's a couple different favorite drugs that are out there for fleas um one you're describing sounds like a, a, a pill that um, actually does get into the bloodstream. The insecticide gets in the bloodstream, and when they, the flea takes a blood meal, it actually dies, so it kills the adult when it actually feeds on your dog. Mm-hmm. Um, others are maybe topical solutions that are put between the shoulder blades or something that actually get into the, the uh, sweat glands and the fatty glands, sebaceous glands of the, the animal, and released over a month-long period and will mm-hmm. kill adults and uh, some immature, as well as eggs. The problem with a lot of these flea problems is that um, tr- one one treatment or two treatments often isn't enough because so much of the flea problem uh, is because of the flea adult laying eggs that get in the environment, uh-huh. so whether the environment is the carpet, the sofa, the, the grass uh, around in, in the yard where the dog likes to lay down, um, so... If you're treating, that's a good thing. And remember that you've got to treat for several months after you realize you have a problem to really Uh get control of the situation. Okay.
0: Okay, got it, Karen? Cool. Okay. Uh, thanks, Karen, for calling in. We just got to kind of run through these because they've been waiting so patiently. Okay. Christy from Kenmore. And Val has all
1: their information for the gift certificate, yes. right? And Good.
0: Christy from Kenmore is calling in. She has a question about her dog having dry skin. Let's see if we dry, can help that out. Dry, itchy
7: skin. Right. Yeah. My, my Hi. dad said don't wash him as much. You know, I don't uh-huh. even do it once a week. Do it once every two weeks. And mm-hmm. I switch to this oatmeal anti-itch mm. and that seems to be calming it mm. down but every once in a while he goes up against the wall and just, nee! and he makes these noises like mm. i'm scratching but he doesn't have fleas it's just dry itchy mm.
1: skin. hey doctor d- does that have to do with food though because i was told my dog <laughs> it had to do with food what can you tell us about that
2: well i'll tell you a little bit about um adverse reaction to food which is relatively common in the dog and generally what you see are either skin um involvement, which is a non-seasonal itch. Dogs are very itchy. It doesn't matter what the season of the year is. It could be fall, spring, or summer. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not necessarily associated with things pollinating. Um, And generally where you see the discomfort in the dog is around the eyes, around the ears, on the paws, in the umbilical area, sometimes around the rectum. And you'll see the dogs being very uncomfortable. That is the really general clinical presentation of a dog with an adverse reaction to a food. Some of those dogs will also have mild gastrointestinal signs, some increasing frequency of defecation, maybe goes to the bathroom three or four times a day instead of one or two times a day, Um, some flatulence, um, some mild diarrhea, and that kind of thing. Mm. Those are the clinical presentations of dogs that have adverse reaction to food. If that is the case, there are diets available, and the only way to diagnose it really is to do a food elimination trial. Um, Wellness has a line of foods that are specifically formulated for um, adverse reaction to food, and it's called Simple Solutions. And it comes in both a canned and a, a dry variety, but the, the real outstanding attribute of those diets is that they're very limited in the number of ingredients that are in the diet so that there's less things for the dog to be mm. sensitive to
1: yeah okay so you're going to get a gift certificate for wellness and, and i'll and try the simple solution don't, don't you think what a great great question thank you so much for so uh, nice. calling in boy okay. yeah Dr. Moser, you have created a a phenomenon here at the show. Do you know that?
2: Everybody wants to talk about dog and cat
1: food. Well, and we've got more people, so can we get to that? Do you mind if we take our callers from all over the country right now?
0: Sure. We have time for just a couple more questions here on the Dr. Pat Show. Let's take uh, Rhonda. She's calling in from Burbank. She had a question about food for to feed her dog for the coat, for her dog's coat. Great question.
1: Rhonda, welcome to the show.
7: Hello. Hey, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Um, I have a question. I have a dog that a puppy that I got when she was about eight weeks old, mm-hmm. and she had mange and all the three worms that you could actually have.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: I, everything is gone now, but her coat isn't getting better, and I want to know what kind of food would help her coat.
1: And don't forget, you're getting the fifty dollars gift certificate. Gift right, out, I'm so sir.
7: excited about that.
1: Okay, so Dr. Moser,
2: what was the breed and the current age of the dog?
7: Yep she she is a Chihuahua mix looks like Fox Terrier or Rat Terrier, and um, uh, she's about five months old now.
2: Um, as far as choosing a wellness diet that would be my diet of choice for your dog, it would be um, the Just for Puppy variety.
3: Okay. And
2: um, I would attempt to use the canned at least for half of the diet and dry for the other half of the diet okay. or can for all of the diet.
1: Got right. that? Uh-huh. Wow. How do you like that solution? Great. Not only I... that, you get a gift certificate to go uh, get it. I know that's great. Will <laughs> it make her
2: um, fur less coarse? Hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: What What we're doing there hmm. is you're going to be feeding a, a diet that's relatively high in um, dietary fat, which is going to okay. help it. uh Mm-hmm. okay thank you so much ronda
1: good job Rhonda. thank you thank you we got time for one more i think dr moser and boy i'm glad you're going to be coming back <laughs> <laughs> go ahead benny all
0: right let's bring on margie from seattle she's uh calling in about her 10 year old dog mm-hmm. it's uh licking too much I know I'm a big fan of it but maybe not from a dog for 10 years straight but it could happen
1: Maggie you're talking about licking licking Margie you're talking about Uh, licking him or herself or other people
7: no the sheets
3: the
1: uh, carpet, oh everything oh everything wow Uh, yeah
2: goes on Dr. Moser it's interesting um, the, the act where dogs go around and eat or lick Um, inanimate objects is something called pica p-i-c-a is the name for it and they often eat abnormal objects um over the years there's been a lot of things that people say have caused it um but really nobody knows why there there is this abnormal attraction of some dogs to to eat or lick Mm. uh, weird objects Uh, make sure that the dog's on uh
1: can he talk louder? I can hardly
2: hear him. A complete and balanced diet. What type of dog dog food is the dog eating now?
1: Margie, what kind, what type of uh, dog are we talking about and what are you feeding uh, the mini dog? Dachsh-
7: uh, mini doxin.
1: Dachshund. Mini doxin, dachshund. and what are you what kind of diet do you have the dog on now? Oh, uh, I think
7: it's has uh, got it in a can here, so they have to open the can. Why don't I you try uh, for Well, every well, time.
1: let's do this because you're going to get the gift certificate. So, Doctor Moza, what can she try? For that, for that
2: dog, I would try um, small breed. Okay. And that would be the, the diet of choice. Now, you can you can um, try the dry first. Okay. Because of the the chewing that Thank might it yeah, might, try uh, the
1: dry. Yeah, yeah try, try the dry. What's
7: the name of it? What was the brand
1: name? Uh, wellness Pet Food. That's the uh, gift certificate you're getting. Wellness pet food. You're going to get the gift certificate, and then you'll be able to go out and get this for your dog.
3: Hope it helps them. I've always been doing it. Been doing it for years. Well, well,
1: I'll tell you, it's a great place to start. Let's give yeah. it a try. Let's give it a try. What do you got to lose? What was what else was the
7: name? The Wellness Pet Food. That, what is there a special small breed. for small breeds?
1: For small breeds. Wellnesspetfood.com yeah. is the website and what uh, Dr. Moser is suggesting for small breeds. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Margie. Thank you, thank you. Wow, Dr. Moser, uh, what an amazing show! Well, you- thanks very much. You and I didn't get to talk very much, but you'll be, you'll be coming back, won't you? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And this is kind of incredible. Wow. Thank you, everybody out there. And, again, we're still giving away those $50 gift vouchers, one 800 one 800 doctor Edward Moser, thanks to our friends at wellnesspetfood.com. We'll be right back.
4: To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life.
0: Do you want to prosper by using good timing to work in harmony with the universe? Each year, show host Madeline Gerwick provides a new good timing guide so you can know the best times for all your important activities. To order the new 2010 Good Timing Guide, just go to AskMadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com and click on the Polaris store or call 877-524-8300 to get your 2010 Good Timing Guide today.
7: Are you tired or struggling to get to where you want to be in your life? Want some help getting to that next level? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and passionate champion of your complete success. I'm excited to give you powerful books, teas, and coaching. To help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to make your life sing. Visit melodyivory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's melodyivory.com.
4: Nishama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Neshama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Neshama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance, take control of your health and vitality, and build your foundation for wellness with Neshama Living on the Dr. Pat Show.
5: Or visit StressDetective.net.
0: Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile.
1: To the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you want to find out more about us, just go to the old website, drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. Don't put the little period after the dr because then that, I think that takes you to some other website that you probably don't want to be on i don't know what it is it's like a weird thing uh but just go to drpatlive.com oh we are continuing to give things away i don't know where we are with the cd but we've got dr edward oh we're done we're With done. Thank you. Yes. Dr. Edward Moser joining us here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Wellness Natural Pet Food for bringing him on where true wellness begins. We are going to talk about your pet's food and we're going to talk about the products. We're going to talk about the ingredients. We're going to talk about the allergies and we're giving away. I got to double check because this is always like blows me away. What 10 callers again. We're doing the 10 thing. 10 folks will receive a $50 uh, worth of vouchers. For wellness, natural pet uh, food for pets, and of course we'll take your questions. But Dr. Edward Moser joining us here today, board certified veterinarian. Um, veter, er, I, how, why when I do that say that word right? Uh, uh, what is it? I'm it's just going to say, you know? say that. I say that. All right. Nutritionist Dr. Edward Moser. He was a smash hit on the show last time he was on. He's a consultant and he is someone that's going to answer our questions. I have to dedicate this show to my previous dog, Travis. Yes, Travis, my collie, had him for 13 years. But I will tell you, this show, he's up in the heavens, thanks to Joy probably, is, you know, talk to your animals, Joy, up in the heavens, and he's saying, finally, you're going to talk about why food was such a problem for me. (laughs) But I didn't have Dr. Edward with me. Dr. Edward, thank you. Welcome, Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Good to be here to talk about pet food.
1: I am so glad to talk about pet food. And I really am not joking about Travis because, honestly, I did not know, and I don't think any of us really knew what was going on with our pet food. But I will tell you, this is a dog that would go for five to eight days without eating his food. And none and all of us, we just didn't know what was happening. I want to start this conversation about pet food in general. What has happened to this industry
2: Well, I think what we've seen is that people um, who own dogs and cats have in the last 10 or 15 years become more and more interested in what it is that they're feeding their pet. And I think it goes back to them buying into the concept that their health care practitioners have been preaching to them for years is that you are what you eat, and if you eat better, you're going to feel and look better. Mm Mm-hmm so they're relating that to their pets and what they're seeing is indeed that's true
1: one of the things we are so uneducated about is what's happening in the food that we we provide and the reason i'm asking this question is for for a lot of reasons one we it's our obligation as pet owners to get really more educated um, and there is a gift to, I think, sort of the kind of what's happened over the past year or two with some of the exposes on pet food. And honestly, our dogs and our, our pets really know. I mean, Travis knew that there was something in his pet food that he didn't like and something he was allergic to. But I want to ask you from an ingredient point of view, what are those things we should look out for, and what sets wellness, up, you know, and I want to talk about this, wellness, natural pet food apart?
2: One of the things that you always need to look at is is the ingredient list of, of the pet food um, that you're feeding. And I like to stress the fact that wellness is a good example of a food who is, really started out with the concept of there's certain things we don't want to put in the food, certain ingredients we don't want in there, simply because we know that there have been problems in the past with that food. So before we even start, let's just just omit them. And so what wellness has is a rather comprehensive uh, no and o list, which are things that um, they just decided at the beginning of their uh, uh, idea of the food just decided not to, to put in there. So there'd be things like animal byproducts, corn, soy, wheat, artificial flavors, artificial colors, artificial preservatives. All those things just were not included. And what we were left with was finding ingredients that um, in the number one spot, which remember the number one spot in the pet food is what's added in the most amount by weight. So the first ingredient is what's added the most in that pet food, and then it descends by addition. Um, what you want to look for in a, a pet food that's for dogs and cats is one that has um, that supplies fish or animal protein in the number one or number two spot. We know that, that uh, cats are true carnivores, and they really need attention to making sure we have products of animal origin in their diet or they don't do well. Um, dogs are omnivores They can eat a lot of things, but they tend to um, thrive on diets that have abundant animal proteins in them. So we need to look at those ingredient lists and evaluate them and make sure that we understand them, that there's not things in there that you read and you think, what could that be?
1: I want to. Uh, we have a caller calling in and has a question about food for her dog. Um, and I want to make sure we get the question because I think it's going to get right to the issue that you're talking about. You know, honestly, let's just talk a minute about corn. And because I did a whole, like, show about this, about humans. We have forgotten that when we see corn, corn syrup, corn starch, corn whatever, in our own food for human beings... Really, that is really not something that most people can really digest and do well with, yet we don't know that. And so you're giving us an idea of what we need to look at and look at the ingredients. And part of the conversation is about understanding some of these ingredients that are almost in like a foreign language. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So is it the same for our pet food? I mean, if there's this like scientific whatever that name is, shouldn't we be equally aware
2: Yes, and, and what you'll find is, for instance, on the wellness website, they have, which is, uh, wellnesspetfood.com, there's an ingredient dictionary on there. So when you read the ingredients on the label and you say, what could that be? You can click right onto their, uh, dictionary, um, ingredient dictionary section and find out what it is that you're, you're reading about.
1: We have, um, I think we should go to the phone, Benny. Let's get Jackie and see if we can get her call uh, for us.
0: Sure, Jackie from Kenmore. Jackie, welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi,
7: thank you. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Hi, Dr. Pat. My question is, um, I usually give my dogs, I have a small miniature schnauzer, I usually give them the dry dog food, but occasionally if I have leftovers, like um, a little bit of the, uh, small cooked peas or cooked carrots. Somebody told me it's okay to give your dog vegetables. If you eat them, your dog could eat them. But I'm kernel corn, they just, it goes right through them when they go to the bathroom. I noticed they just can't digest it. That's what I'm talking about. it's not chewed up at
1: all. It's just whole kind <laughs> Let's ask Dr. Moser about this, because when the holidays come around, it's not just us. It's everybody in the family yeah. all of a sudden wants to sit the dog at the table and give the dog everything. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Edward, please address this issue, because, I mean, you know, this really talks to exactly what you're saying. Is it an allergy for Jackie? What is it?
2: Well, what we have is a, a huge complex of, of problems in dogs, and we lump them under the name of adverse reaction to food. Mm-hmm. And that includes things like food allergies, food intolerances, and that kind of thing. We lump them together because it's, dif- it's difficult to differentiate them from, from one another. But basically what we have are two separate um, clinical pictures when we have a dog who has an adverse reaction to a food. One would be um, a skin problem. And the skin problem is usually manifested by itchiness. So the dog has severe itchiness. And what you do when you look at the dog is you notice that the face, around the eyes, around the mouth, um, on the paws, on the belly, and around the rectum is often inflamed and red and maybe even hot to the touch. Um, The second clinical picture you might see either with or without the first one, are mild gastrointestinal signs. And generally what you see there is some intermittent, vomiting, intermittent, soft stool. It might not be full-blown diarrhea, but it's, it's soft stool. You'll see uh, gas. The dog will be gassy. Um, and you'll often, when they lay next to you on the couch, you'll hear their stomach growling. It's called borborygmus. And what you're hearing is there's movement of material in the gastrointestinal tract. So basically when you have an adverse reaction to food, you're either going to see it in the skin or in the gastrointestinal tract or maybe a little bit of both mixed together. Uh That makes you think, huh, there may be something that I'm feeding my dog which is causing this this pet to have these discomforts. And then you need to look at the label or look at what you're adding to the food you're feeding and say which of these ingredients might be causing the problem and eliminate those ingredients.
1: Wow. You know, let's take a short break because, uh, Jackie, you can chat with Dr. Edward during the break. When we come back, we're going to share more about the wellness pet food, why the history of wellness is so important, and we're going to talk more about ingredients and what to be on the lookout for. We're giving away 10-callers, $50 gift certificate, gift voucher, one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. And, Jackie, make sure we have your information. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
5: products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease
0: is it possible to change your physical destiny in just one hour without suffering or willpower cat Jade says yes hear what transformed cat and others as you jumpstart your own freedom from the boot camp body and beauty myths with pioneering experts and real life stories cat will get you off the merry-go-round so you can get serious about self-transformation are you ready to be transformed Catch the Cat James Show Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific on the Dr. Pat Show Network. Visit thecatjamesshow.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com.
5: Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net.
7: Now is the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on The Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you what the secret didn't tell you, which myths hold you back, and what hidden talents and skills you need to thrive in these challenging times. I'll help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to get to where you really want to be, and I'm here to help you get there. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness on The Dr. Pat Show and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. So glad to be talking with Dr. Edward Moser. You should have been listening to the conversation we had during break. We're going to share part of that. But what we want to be able to do is make sure that you have the information you need to make informed decisions around pet food. And that's why we've invited Wellness Pet Food to join us uh, in our campaign to make sure that what you're providing for your pets is nutritional and that you understand that that we're talking about 100% human-grade dog biscuits and gourmet. I mean, we're talking human-grade. And I think that Wellness Pet Food is one of the, the few companies out there that's willing to put their information on the table. But more importantly, we needed to get Dr. Edward to join us here today to break some of this down so we know what to do for the holiday season. If you go to wellnesspetfood.com, Wellnesspetfood.com. You're going to find a lot of information. Today, we're going to give you the short version. Thank you, Dr. Edward, for joining us here today. Let's talk a bit about the history, but let's also, if you don't mind, help us understand how to make informed decisions about pet food.
2: Well, one of the interesting things we talked about over the break, I'm going to I'll share with, with the listeners because I think it is important. And it's it, It addresses why when I look at a label on a dry food and a canned food, are the guaranteed analyses so different? Yeah. And I'll give you an example of a a dry food. You look at the guaranteed analysis and you'll see a crude protein level, um, of somewhere between 20 and 35 percent. Um, if you look at a canned food, it'll be somewhere between five and eight or nine percent you say, gee, shouldn't they be the same since they're both meant to, to feed dogs? The difference is that the um, the, the analysis numbers are given um, as they are fed. So that means with the water in the product. If you'll notice that the moisture of the product is listed on the bag or can, yep. and on a, a dry food, the moisture content is less than 10%. Right. On a canned food, it's somewhere between 75 percent and maybe up to 82 percent. I just read
1: that. I read that and I'm not going to mention the name of the pet food, but 82 percent. Yes.
2: So, so typically in pouches, for instance, they have a very high content of water. And so what you're seeing is that the guaranteed analysis is diluted with water and that's why the, the canned and the dry are so different. Now, Another very important thing to look at on a pet food label, and this ties into the biggest problem we have feeding dogs and cats today in this country, which is overweight pets.
1: Mm, right.
2: Um, there's now a voluntary program where companies can put on the bag or can how many calories there are per cup or per can of food. So let's just say that... Um, You have a a 10-pound dog, and you're trying to decide, how much should I be feeding this dog? Right. Well, where do you start, Dr. Pat?
1: I don't know. Honestly, I don't.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, figuring this out is very much like figuring out how many calories you should eat for yourself. You know, first you have to weigh yourself. So everybody looks at their dog and says, my dog weighs 10 pounds, but let's put them all on a scale and make sure that's how much they weigh. Because, as you know, the amount of food they need is based on their body weight. Right. So the first thing we need to do is take our dog, if it's a, a big dog especially, take it to the vet. They have a walk-on scale. Get them to help you weigh the dog. From there, you can calculate how many calories the dog needs. So I'll give you some examples. A 10-pound dog needs about 350 uh, calories of, of food energy per day. A 30-pound dog needs about 800 and a 50-pound dog needs about 1,150 calories of of uh, food energy per day. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's a – wow.
2: That's, yeah, so compare that to, you know, what you're consuming.
1: Right. Well, Travis, honestly, yeah. Uh, you know, I had a full collie uh, in the 50, 60-pound range. That's a lot of calories.
2: That's, 1,100 and, that's about 1,150 calories. So mm-hmm. then what you need to do – is go to the bag or the can or the website Mm -hmm. and find out how many calories are in a cup or a can of food. So a typical cup of dry food might be 400, let's say, 400 calories per 8-ounce cup of food. That's about the right amount for a a 10-pound dog, a little bit more. So maybe three-quarters of a cup would be more appropriate. A typical 12, let's say a a 12-and-a-half ounce can of food is around 450 calories uh, per can a three ounce can of cat food usually around 100 or 110 calories so owners really need to come to grips with how many calories are in these dry and canned foods they're feeding Mm -hmm. so that they're not as as many do they're not overfed
1: I have to ask you a question because this is really what we're talking about when we talk about wellness pet food. Um, if, when I go to the wellness pet food, and I did this way before I, you know, you all were invited to come on the show, I went to their website, and I was, I was so blown away by wh- how you all list everything. And then I went to a couple of other websites, and I couldn't really find the ingredients online. I, felt, I found the guaranteed analysis. For example, when I looked at the guaranteed analysis for just one of the wellness pet food products right the protein amount was by far almost doubled what it was in the best cat other kind of cat food i could find but more importantly you list everything i mean one of the things you say is deboned chicken is like the first ingredient on the thing i'm looking at
3: right and
2: and that's really what you the kind of investigation you need to do, and when you see a thing like deboned chicken as the first ingredient, what you're what you're sure of is that they're getting an, a source of animal protein, which is pretty much the same kind of animal protein you get. It's muscle meat,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, which is when when the, an ingredient is called chicken on a label, it means it's skeletal muscle meat, which is the same thing that you or I would buy. Right. It's not the byproduct that go along right. with it. It's actually muscle meat.
1: Right. Uh, well, okay. So, you know, what I want to do is make sure that we uh, give the information to our listeners. Uh, Benny, do we have a quick question? We do.
0: Let's uh, grab Sylvia okay. before we end the show here. Sylvia has a question about her cats when they're getting sick. So let's see if we can help Sylvia this out. This is a
1: good question yeah. because this is around food. Sylvia, thank you.
7: Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, I was wondering if um, wellness makes a, a food for cats that are sick. Um mm-hmm usually feed them A and D mm-hmm. when they don't want to eat, and often it's the only thing that they will really eat?
2: Well, it depends um, what's what's wrong with them. But when cats um, are not feeling well, and as long as they don't have a disease that causes them to have an adverse um, reaction from protein, I will go mm-hmm. with the Wellness Core, which is C-O-R-E, which is a high-protein, grain-free diet. yes. Tends to be mm-hmm. very palatable, and we know that when cats are not themselves, they're not feeling well. They often mm-hmm. uh, they metabolize protein and fat very well, and less so uh, the carbohydrate. So, what I would tend to do in sick cats, if they don't have a, uh, you know, renal disease or liver disease, which causes mm-hmm. us to need to limit the protein intake, I'd recommend using Wellness Core for the cat. And
1: mm-hmm. uh, there's
2: a canned and a dry. Uh, available
1: yeah and what i want to do sylvia is please go to the website because when you look up wellness dot take a look at what they say stays out think about this for a minute their, their stay out list is no meat byproducts no corn no soy no artificial preservatives this is for cats no wheat no added sugar no artificial flavors colors or dyes wow
7: that's great i know animals don't need all that stuff in there anyway well um... would you
1: eat that stuff
7: no. Well, there you um, go. I I've, I've wanted to feed my cats a raw food diet, but um, mm. it seems really hard to do, and I, I don't even know where to start. But well, my, a friend told me about this kind of food, and it's great. I just happened upon your show, and yep. you're talking about cat food. So. Well,
1: you're going to get a gift certificate as well. So go to Wellness Pet Food oh. right there. It says try our new core. Dr. Edward, what's your personal message in closing for the show today?
2: My personal message was the one that I missed giving last time is that please, please, please know him how much you should feed your pet. If your pet's overweight, start tomorrow. Weigh the pet and start reducing the food intake. Get the animal in Good shape, good body condition, and it will live longer.
1: Absolutely, it saved my dog, Dr. Edward Moser, and I want to thank Wellness Pet Food right now. Fifty-dollar gift certificates—you talk about paying it forward. Check it out: WellnessPetFood.com. And we're hoping Dr. Edward would come back for a full hour sometime. We'll be right back with the show.
0: Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.